Welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for a double episode of Rick and Morty, Season 3, Episode 6 and 7. Episode 6 entitled Rest and Rick Relaxation was written by Tom Kaufman and directed by Anthony Chun. I love this episode. I gave it a 9.6 out of 10. I just thought it was rather creative. And I'm sure we've always thought about what would we ourselves be better off with some of our perceived weaknesses and i like how that came full circle that the those emotional attachments are also the thing that keeps evil rick from being fully evil he's actually uh much more evil if less uh emotionally inclined as the cleaner version of himself so we start the episode with morty finding out that jessica is back on the market because it's not like that deal is ever gonna get closed and i don't know which girl it was but one of them said penis in the foreskin type of love morty thinks it's time to take a shot but rick shows up and says i need an adventure and an adventure is 10 times more interesting than your your puberty penis and thus he says let's just go for 20 minutes but 20 minutes turns into six days things went all the way down on this adventure they both looked like they were sleep deprived there was a serious brush with death they did this to be cool and they're rewarded as heroes across the galaxy for their deeds however once they get back to the to the spacecraft they both break all the way down and realize that they need a vacation they start screaming they start yelling uh poor Morty is crying he's like what i don't know why he's like why do you do this to us he's like maybe i hate myself maybe i just want to die or i don't know but we need to seriously relax he's like so you agree yeah yeah i agree so they go to a spa which is the best in the galaxy and they go through a organic type of animal that likes to simply Uh, consume our stress and rick says no morty says i feel like a baby's ass (laughs) why oh why is that a a sentence i mean geez (laughs) kind of perverts just rubbing baby's ass i don't care if it's smooth and you felt it smooth one time you just don't that's just not something you bring up they then are asked to go through this other type of detoxifier which eliminates the toxin or toxic traits from your persona so for morty it's his self-loathing and his insecurity and his uh, submissive behavior for rick it's his arrogance he's like i'm god motherfucker <laughs> and at first there's an explosion we don't realize what has happened and he thinks that they have been killed morty thinks that he's in hell he starts to 
demean himself and that's when rick realizes that they're the toxic versions but they are sentient beings which causes a bit of a uh emotional or philosophical issue within the clean rick they both go back to their lives they're much happier they're much more content uh Bordy becomes basically the most popular kid in school he's even able to ask jessica out and then it gets weird and i mean like he all of a sudden now that he can release his inner self has decided that he is going to be uh what's his name leonardo dicaprio in the wolf of wall street i'm in love with the coco i'm in love with the coco i got it for the lolo i'm in love with the coco finally gets a date with jessica and absolutely blows it because he can't stop jumping up and down like tom cruise on oprah free's couch like she's amazing you're amazing aren't isn't this great he's just talking a mile a minute and she is about to make up an excuse to leave the date but she said that's even ruder look this is not working he's like that's perfectly fine and he brushes her off and then he finds himself a substitute woman uh what was her name i don't even stacy i think was her name he picks her up at the bar she's like aren't you a child and i don't know what the fuck this kid's doing that's when the clean rick is like oh by the way while you're having a good time of fast times in high school whatever uh by the way i got a voicemail and it's the toxic rick threatening the shit out of his life <laughs> i'm gonna murder you i'm gonna come into your house one night while you're asleep i'm gonna cut your throat this isn't a joke you're gonna die he was calling morty so many names like you stupid motherfucker you're piece of shit you such a pathetic he was tearing him up uh which makes it even more heartwarming in the end is that all that bluster all that talk but the thought of his Morty being in Perel is something he cannot stand something he will always sacrifice for despite his behavior on the outside towards him he uh he convinces the other Rick that they should be detoxified because it's morally wrong to keep them trapped there and he's able to grab morty and get him in the machine however stacy's like i'll do anything for you morty if you say the safe word which was apparently c c cucumber and then she ends up in the the (laughs) the toxic center and that's when the toxic rick unveils his evil plan because he intends or intended to uh to put put the clean rick and clean morty back into the toxic area as well and him take over even though they look like absolute diseases they begin a fight that starts to overflow into the the house when they bust past the through the patio window 
she was really watching um i love the callback you miss uh pancakes <laughs> you don't know me she finally told someone you know me <laughs> the toxic morty escalates things when he crashes the spacecraft through the <laughs> through the ceiling and he's like i may be pathetic but i got it i got the machine and then beth comes in and he's like come on leave her out of it so he says fine that's where we both draw the line and he decides that he's gonna detoxify the entire world which he is able to accomplish and everyone turns into their true selves including including the preacher that was getting it on with the deacon having him lick his dipple oh my god that was so trash and then the people that were eating salads really wanted to go eat really <laughs> regular food so regular rick or clean rick shows up and realizes that he has to force the other to merge with him and he does so by shooting the other morty in the leg three times with a toxin that's gonna kill him and he's like what the fuck (laughs) but he does allow himself to be remerged he's like i'm just you know i don't really care but how are you (laughs) because you know he got fucked up he's like grandpa's here oh that was sweet to see and then uh once they merge the other morty is selfish and decides that he does not want to re-emerge with his true self and he goes to to new york and completes the uh the whole wolf of wall street arc by becoming a successful stockbroker and when he gets home he's got a woman coming out of his bathroom jessica calls him she's like i miss you morty she's like you only you never liked me you just wanted the person that was in love with you but you never could love back because i was toxic or something to that effect but um it was a real life real true statement about women (laughs) that have certain standards in the world and they only want to choose you know the people that end up hurting them or they get back together with the people that continue to hurt them and never try despite them saying that they want to try to move on with something that someone that actually might treat him right and it's at this moment that he forgets to turn off the phone and he is tracked down <laughs> and rick re-injects him with toxic morty and now he's back to his regular self as well and they're during a tour and the after credit scene they finally release stacy she has just been trapped into the toxin machine this entire time and i feel really bad for her but that's what happens when you decide to start making out with a 13 year old boy she herself was toxic but a boom all right so y'all just seen that corny ass shit let's talk about the seventh episode the rick lantis mix-up written by dan guterman and ryan ridley directed by dominic polcino i like this episode a little less it still was good it had a great twist to it and it was an insight and a play on several different movies however i found myself uh not connecting with the material as much so i gave it an 8.8 out of 10 still a high score but just not as strong as the last episode 
we actually start with the reemergence of the citadel which we thought was was disbanded was gone because rick killed everybody which morty pointed out to the two rick and morty disciples that show up trying to get some money to donate to said citadel they're like yeah we don't fuck with those people because they're all you know tied to a certain system that they don't adhere to they consider themselves more free and they are off to an adventure in atlantis so they are disinterested in what's going on but a lot seems to be going on as we spend this episode this week in the stories of the citadel so i'm just gonna go story by story because that's easier for me in my mind we have the rick potter story rick or i should say the morty morty potter story so they want to celebrate or do one last adventure before they're assigned to their mortys they have a professor uh snape type of version of rick uh there's a special ed type of version of rick there as well they come in all shapes and sizes at the citadel and there seems to be a little bit of imbalance between the rick and mortys and who they have become we have some mortys that are loosening up or a little becoming more moralistic about their actions and we have mortys that are becoming far more sinister with their actions so we start with this children's tale of right before they're going to be assigned to their ricks they want to go out and see this wishing lake to have their wishes come true they end up uh what what was the first i didn't really pay too much attention to this one to be quite frank (laughs) i know that they got ran off somewhere and then they was talking around a fire i didn't pay much attention until the end of it when he was like things are never gonna change and i'll offer something worth it but it probably won't be and the dude commits suicide what kind of morbid shit is that what the hell like everything about leading up to it was so insignificant to me until that moment and then they came back and they're like his wish came true his name was slick (laughs) which why is his name slick (laughs) it's like a pimp named slick so that was the conclusion of that story crazy then we have the cop story slash training day where morty is pretty much a badass he's been on the streets for a long time in morty town where crime is rampant there's a lot of mortys without ricks and this is becoming a bit of a problem domestically because there are a rising population of these mortys that are turning you know possibly to crime who knows um well yeah no they are turning to crime but it doesn't mean that they have a a uh contentious relationship with their ricks because we saw that one grandpa rick they was like hey if morty becomes president 
where you lick our nuts or something like that and he's like i don't give a shit i'll lick whatever you want <laughs> which is disgusting but they end up going to a robbery in Wardy town he uh is very very much jaded and cynical he's like i'm gonna go uh you know shake some trees he messes with some little kids that are are uh graffitiing the the side of the building and he ends up putting a gun in that poor kid's mouth they give up who uh who did the robbery which is what he wanted the entire time his partner's looking at him like uh who is this guy and why is he so damn gangsta they end up showing up and there is uh, an arrest and then well did they kill the one i think they killed the rick but then they arrest the other three and then he's like i'll take care of it he's like you go outside oh no he actually went in the bedroom because that shit was hilarious he was he had a little <laughs> crib and he's like are you my new rick and he's like it's okay buddy and then he takes out a knife and stabs him in the back hey don't touch me bitch that's the one that died and then he's like you okay partner and then he took him outside then the next thing he knows his partner's walking outside and the house is disintegrating he's like yeah the same old story is what happened then he goes to a club to meet up with a drug dealer and take a bribe from him and he's like you're gonna take the money he said no i'm not he's like what's up with this dude he either takes the money he's gonna end up like your last partner and he decides not to take the money and he ends up backing him up in a shootout however he gives him a choice because he's like look you you can't kill him i'm willing to look past this but you can't kill him and he's like look i just want to i'm 13 i just want to go back to heaven a regular life and he ends up shooting the dude and then that rick has to shoot him because he just wanted his life to end and it's really sad about these mortys that they become very fatalistic without their ricks because they are born to be the sidekicks of ricks unless you are eye patch morty coming back onto the scene to to uh carry out his nefarious plan that he started so very long ago as being the outlier so to speak of the mortys and he has decided to run for president which all the ricks find adorable until his campaign speech when he is able to reach out to more people then he realized by saying i don't think there's a divide between ricks and mortys i think there's some people that want to keep us divided but i think that there are some people that are dissatisfied with their life and want to see things get better and want to see some change and that's what i have to offer other than these three fucking idiots farting and he ends up winning the election his uh his campaign manager who was like look you should throw in the towel this is not gonna work and he's like i can't believe it worked he's like yeah i know that's why you're fired he's approached by watergate rick who gives him some files and lets him know hey this dude is a threat to the citadel itself and instead of just going to the media and exposing his secrets no he decides to attempt to assassinate him he's too dangerous to be left alive 
this of course <laughs> only makes him more popular and he is nominated as president there's new rules now put in order like the one guy who gave himself up for his crimes he's let go because there's a new social order the shadow council of ricks are watching morty get his hair cut and there's the willy wonka guy who handled the other situation that went down which was the um the factory worker who was there was there longer than anybody and was passed over for promotion due to cool rick who just got there coming into town which that usually is how it happens the one that's been with the company for 15 years is the one that's passed over for uh, a recent college graduate that has no experience under their belt but they got the right credentials and everybody likes them despite how disqualified they are i know this for facts that these people are often very often promoted to positions of leadership and so he loses his shit during morty's campaign speech and he goes up and kills his boss then he locks himself in the wafer room (laughs) which is wafers that are are essence with the happy feelings of the one rick who decided to walk away from everything and raise his daughter he's another outlier so to speak and so they are trying they are basically making that edible in a cookie wafer form (laughs) and so he ends up in the same room with the guy he ends up uh, asking for demands the demands is a portal gun they give it to him he wakes up the one guy and he says look i'm going to set you free and he ends up pushing him into the portal gun and he dies <laughs> and that pisses them off because they're like well now we have no reason not to kill you you dumbass." and so they're just about to do so when the willy wonka rick shows up and says look i'm just gonna i'm just gonna let you go because you are the true rick and he says i'm gonna walk you the fuck out of here and he does so and just as he gets the keys to the car thinking he's gonna walk off into the sunset he shoots him in the back of the head and i that was the laugh out loud moment of the episode is when i saw that they used his memory (laughs) and potentially into the new cookie that shit had me dying oh my god that was so funny that was that that chef's kiss funny right there that chef's kiss funny that was the best one out of all of them for me and that's when it comes to the realization where the one guy's like he gets space just like they do in the expanse (laughs) out of the airlock and everyone's doing casual conversation about how the changes are coming and that's when he has his men take out the uh the shadow council like anybody that's not down with this new rule is going to be eliminated so what does that mean in the post credit scene rick and morty return from atlantis and morty is the only one that wonders what happened at the citadel but rick tells them it's going to have no effect on their lives and i have a feeling that it's going to 
and that is how we end the episode so two really strong episodes that i am seeing for the first time and i am enjoying this continued watch of season three we do have feedback for this episode so let's hop into the mailbag Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for Rick and Morty. Seems like it's been forever since I've given feedback of any kind, but for Rick and Morty particularly. So I am here to do so. It's been a long, long week. And so I needed Saturday to recover. It's now Sunday and I am very sad that my weekend is over, almost over I should say, and it'll be that time again to go back to work. Um, as for Rick and Morty, this one's episode six and seven. Um, I enjoy these. I will say um, seven <laughs> was, a, it was a bit wild and I, it was just like, what the heck's going on? Um, as far as just looking at the all the Ricks and everything that was going on, all the Ricks and the Mortys, I should say. Um, but I'll start out with episode six, which was about um, Rick grabbing Morty for another adventure. This one, who he claimed was gonna take 20 minutes, ended up going on for six days. Jessica had just broken up, was available, and Morty was about to shoot his shot but nope Rick had to come in and take him off on another adventure like I said that wasn't supposed to last that long but they were gone for six days poor Morty he was so traumatized and you just know it had to be bad if Rick is traumatized too and questioning his life choices so We got to see them going into this cognitive detox and that's when all the shenanigans ensued from that. um, We got to see (laughs) Rick and Morty without their toxic selves, um, what they would be like. And yeah, it was it was (laughs) it was was funny um, seeing how just how it was almost like creepy kind of because it was like this is just not them they're just too too other you know extreme the other way um we got rick who was just so nice and so um accommodating and all of that stuff and just about helping others uh, instead of um and the egotistical side of him was the toxic side that was left behind and then you got Morty who was just so full of confidence and you just couldn't tell him anything and the um the uh you know just very self-confident and the lack of self-esteem self-worth side of him was was had been gotten rid of and so we got to see the extremes of their personalities operate um differently which I thought was hilarious I mean, Rick was just so over the top. So, I mean, it just lets you know that you need um, any any one of a good thing or any one, not any one of a good thing. Any one thing can be a, too much of an extreme can be a bad thing. So you need some balance in life um, <laughs> or you're just not going to 
accomplish what you think you're going to accomplish. So, yeah, so we see um, Toxic Rick uh, trying to <clears throat> take over. And then you got um, Health, uh, not uh, Nice Rick, I should, I'll just call him Nice Rick. Um, just too accommodating and wanting to help out Toxic Rick and thinking that um, this is the right thing to do. And confident Morty is like, no, just leave him in there. He's probably lying and all that stuff. So I thought that was funny. Um, what's up with Jessica's friends? At the end, uh, she was asking, have you ever been peed on before? And she's like, yum. Like, what? Sorry, I had to sneeze. I was like, oh my God, that was so gross. But it was hilarious when the um, toxic um, aura went around the world and we had to see how the other side of people's, the, the hidden side of a lot of people's behaviors and people going into, that's trying to eat right, going into the Sabaros and you got the priest who's, uh, yes, very in the congregation, the churchgoers given into their instincts or baser instincts and then the kids oh my gosh that was gross um so i thought that was that episode was funny uh the song at the end was just weird stuck my flaps like what the hell kind of song is this <laughs> um we got episode seven which was about the citadel um Rick, they were trying to recruit Rick and Morty's for the Citadel. Our Rick and Morty was like, uh, our Rick was like, hell no. We're trying to live our lives. We ain't trying to get sucked into that nonsense. I got rid of all those mugs. And so they were trying to uh, recruit, go back to building up the Citadel. Um, our, Rick and, our Rick went on to the Atlantis while we got to see all the other Ricks in the Citadel. And what Rick was talking about, how it's just not... It's not too much of anything is never good. So we get all the Ricks and all the Mortys and them trying to create this um, society of two extremes. And then it's just not, it's just not a thing. Um, I thought it was hilarious. The, the, the simple Rick stuff, uh, first uh, feeling like completion. And then it's like the grand delusion at the end where <laughs> you get to taste that in the wafer. Uh, we get like the Godfather Morty, the, who's the president. <laughs> like, yes, I'm gonna give my cold calculated speech with sinister overtones. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, that one was, yeah, that one was just, I mean, it was just entertaining. I mean, I don't really have too, too much to say outside of that. Just seeing the different types of rigs, the cop Morty and the the nicer sensitive rig. And you got the, the Morty that's trying to run for president, I guess the censored or like I said, the godfather type Morty who's bodying people left and right. <laughs> so um, then you got Postal Rick uh, who went in and uh, shot up his boss after just he couldn't take it no more, 15 years of just pressing a button just he snapped and you know they they just give it you know he's been working there for 15 years and this out cool rick this outside person just comes in and gets the promotion while you work and yeah i i can i feel for you know postal rick of that you know in that regard you know you feel like you worked so hard and you've you know and you think that you should get your due and then 
you just stuck in this endless cycle while somebody from the outside gets something that you feel like you deserve. So there is that. And um, of course, at the end, we got Rick and Morty coming back and talking about some mermaid puss. So that was funny. But yeah, I enjoyed these two episodes. Um, it's not too, wasn't too extravagant as far as just very entertaining, very just funny. Um, again, those types of thing, entertainment that you're needed sometimes to balance the heavy that of life or something else that you're dealing with. So that's what I very much enjoy about Rick and Morty. Um, But yeah, I think that's all I have for these two. On that note, until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. That was Queen Shy with her thoughts on the episode. I'm glad you were able to get your thoughts in uh, with a new app. I know uh, she reached out and said she was having a little bit of issues with her current one. I'm actually, if you probably can't hear, you probably actually can hear it. I could still feel it in my throat. I've had a cold for the last two days, not COVID, tested negative. But I did have a code that's very typical of me coming. Anytime I come back out of the country, I always get sick. So uh, just grateful it's not strep throat. And hopefully it doesn't turn into strep throat. But no, I think I'm on the mend. But I've been also had a very, very busy weekend that involved a lot of other people and socializing and no me time. (laughs) So... I'm very sad face to go back to the weekend or to the week as well to be going back to work. But um, it is what it is. Uh, was a lot of fun, though, being with the family uh, and my my 21 year old nephew graduated. Is it my nephew? No, it's my cousin. He graduated uh, from college. So proud of him. And I can't believe he's 21. I'm just like, oh my God, I used to know you when you was a baby. So, um, (laughs) I completely forgot about the kids at the party. That shit was hilarious too. All the kids are, he's just like, I fucking hate you kids. And all the kids are like, yeah, I just want to kill you. (laughs) That was crazy. And then they went back to being kids crying for their mommy. And I also forgot the line uh, when they were trying to pitch them the idea of the Citadel fundraiser. They're like, it's like pitching to a uh, pitching a policeman's ball to a black man. That was pretty funny. But I see we agree that we both liked the other episode much more. It was very creative. I thought I had a lot of um, themes going on. It just was a lot busier. Um, but it was fun to go to a place that we never really looked into into their lives and what they must be like so that was pretty fun if you want to send feedback for our next episode blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic